Hey everybody and welcome to the Zeitheis Podcast. This is Christian Humes here and we have a great show in store for you. I certainly hope anyway. I have set us up for failure so let's see if my partner in crime, John Paul Murphy, is going to help us follow through. John, how you doing? Great to be here, Christian. Great to be here. John, we're not going to have Emily on this week, but that's okay. We will soldier on. We will follow through and figure this thing out let's start at the top and say let's not say anything about brett kavanaugh because i don't know if there's anything that can be said that hasn't been said and couldn't be said by people better than us at saying it yeah i mean at this point he's just either i don't know i don't even know eat the gop yeah you know me i know i know you keep pushing this this idea that you want to eat people particularly (laughs) members of the republican party (laughs) no 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 specifically only members yeah. of the Republican Party. Yeah, okay. Only members. I think it's I think it actually is like a vegetarian it's an environmentally friendly diet. No, it's it's a hazardous poisonous diet. Well, I mean, you're sort of taking one for the team, aren't you? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, you know, it's probably a lot of fatty tissue and like there's probably some other poisons in there. You got to like <laughs> you know, I don't want to ingest that. I'll, you'll have to go on like a weekly juice dot cleanse in between each in between each meal just to get all the toxins out to eat, uh, eat a eat a uh, green party person yeah in yeah between. you have okay. to have a lot of you'll have to go on a raw food only diet for a while gotta get those those toxins you know all those toxins john oh yeah i gotta yeah or i gotta boof them out you know Who knows? gotta boof them out john i heard from a little bird that you're playing a new video game called super mario party uh yes i finally started playing it, it was gonna be my recommendation for this week but Oh, well then I guess we can hold off. We can hold off. We can we, um, we can hold. Or I can I can switch it around with something else for my okay. recommendation, but I I want cuz I wanted to hear about that game, but we can we can talk about it later. No, no, let's talk about it now. Let's just because Emily's not here, we don't have to really play by any rules, you know. Yeah, no. Just, She's just she people don't know it from listening. You'd think that I was the one that tries to like move the show forward, but really Emily is like she is the rudder to our ship. Yeah, because she's always like, can we wrap this up? I have something to do. <laughs> Mike needs his computer back because he needs to play Goat Simulator or no, Team he's Fortress. Playing, he's playing that like 14-year-old video game. Yeah. Oh, what you what you drinking there? Uh, my recommendation for this week is Angry Orchard Hard Cider, the rosé <sighs> version. Oh, so. you brought that over one time. It was pretty good. Yeah. I am a big cider man, but I'm also a big video game man. So tell me about them <laughs> Mario parties. Uh, it's good. It's it's um it's just like how I remember it back on is it N64. It's the first one. Yeah, the first three were on Nintendo 64. Yeah, so it it's I haven't played it too much to really get a big understanding of the game, but um so far the and I also haven't really tried it on the harder difficulties, but on normal it's. I'm pretty damn good at many games, and so usually we'll come in first. Um, I cannot get my girlfriend to play it for some reason. She just what? doesn't want to play it. I don't know why. Oh, that's a huge... Is that why you texted me to see if I got it? Yeah. Okay, so do you know about the online in the game? I, the, there is none, right? Well, no, there is. It's just super limited. Oh, okay. Um, And it's the reason why I don't... It's one of the reasons why I don't have it yet. I mean, I was talking to Teresa about it. I was like, I was like, do you think we should get it? She was like, yeah, I think we should probably get it. So we will probably. But it turns out the actual board game experience is not in the online. It's like a it's rotating. Only. It's you play five. You play a round of five games, and they're randomly selected from whatever that week. There's like ten games rotating. Mm-hmm. It it is so 
bizarre to me that they don't have an option, even if it's just for your friends, to play the actual board game. Yeah, that would, you'd think that would make sense. Like, it's not like anything within the actual game mechanics requires, you know, anything more. Like, you can all that can all be done within online. What do like, we have to do to let Nintendo know that the children who grew up playing Nintendo video games are still playing them, but a lot of them live in a country that is huge, and so we have no way to play them with our friends except through the internet? We have to start eating Nintendo executives. <sighs> Yo, I'll tell you what. None of them are really very uh, plump, so I don't know. I mean, I guess Reggie fils but Nintendo of America doesn't have a lot of development control, and I don't know if I want to eat Shiggy. Are you suggesting that there's there's no fat people in Japan? Uh, No, I'm just thinking about the Nintendo executives that I know, and none of them are particularly... Well, I mean, uh, you'd be right. There's not that many. Yeah, there probably aren't that many. So, yeah. Um, Um, What what is your favorite... Healthy fish diet. Minigame Um, in Mario Party. Um, my favorite, like, I didn't really play that many. I haven't played that many. There's so many. And yeah. they kind of randomly choose. I was just kind of just testing out the main board part. Um, but, uh, there was one that was fun. It was like, uh, where you take pancakes off of a table. It's kind of like hungry, hungry hippos. Oh, that's um, awesome. But so what's funny is that like, they're like kind of stacked in like a pile. Yeah. And you can only take ones that are freely open. That's But then cool. there's ones that are more valuable than others. That's So what cool. you want to do is you try to like. You get to a point where there's like a really valuable one underneath, a, like a normal one. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I could take this one, but I want the other person to take it, and then like no one wants it. So oh, like... so it's like a weird managing of which pieces to take and which. Yeah. I so see. that was fun. It almost like Connect Four, like when you're like, oh, I need to get into this aisle, but I can't go here yet, and you're like waiting out that person to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but then sometimes you get forced into making the poll. Yeah, very interesting. That sounds fun. And it'd definitely be more fun, I think, with human players versus AI, because AI yeah. will kind of usually do Why the same won't, I don't understand. So your girlfriend will play Tetris. She'll play Puyo Puyo Tetris. So she won't play Overcooked. Will, she will be hesitant to do something until I get her to do it. And uh, then she'll see, have I fun see, and like, you know, enjoy it. I remember I tricked her into seeing La La Land because she didn't want to see it. And I kept saying, oh, you should see it. It's really good, blah, blah, blah. And then one night we went to go to the movies and we went to like Los Feliz 3 there. Yeah, and we yeah. went to another movie, but that movie was sold out. And I was like, well, La La Land's available. And she's like, oh, fine. And then she loved it. So this is this is a funny story. <laughs> this is very interesting. Did you do that on purpose? No, it was just wow. by accident. Wow. It would have been masterful. Uh, that would have been, that that been crazy if I did it on purpose. Now, so Therese, Therese uh, my girlfriend, possibly considered that I had just done something like this over the weekend ourselves we were supposed to go see a star is born on saturday (laughs) and i bought tickets to the wrong theater and didn't know until we got there uh i guess i just like it was the first one that popped up i clicked on it it generally auto populates our theater but it populated the one i mean there's literally the difference is like one's like a mile away one's a half a mile away so whenever i had opened the app last it must have been closer to the other theater i guess i don't know and then you uh, tricked her to go see venom no 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 we (laughs) we were there we so first first thing that happened was we did get tickets to the next showing there, but the seats were terrible. So we were like, okay, never mind, we don't want these, and we we left. Uh, but before we left, we looked at anything else playing, and we were like, we're not gonna go see Venom. Like that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> had that new uh, had that new Apollo movie been playing, the Neil Armstrong film? Had that been playing, we would have went and seen that. But it's not. Yeah. It was, she was just like, she was like, so did you just not want to see this? So you purposely bought? It? I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then i thought like that. that would be really sneaky uh i mean 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it is sneaky, but it kind of makes you look like an yeah. idiot. So, so we did see it the following day, uh, and now I'm breaking my rule, which I was. Um, I was going to avoid telling people that I saw it. I was actually, I decided I was going to lie and pretend I'd never <laughs> seen the movie because, boy, do we not like that movie and we think it is not good. Oh, you didn't like it at all? We didn't like it at all. Uh, I was a lot more, I was enjoying bits at the beginning, uh, but as it went on, I could see it was not going to come together and it, it just like the glimmers of hope that were there were uh, just, I mean, the chemistry between the two characters often was was well done i think that their their acting was I, I just think the directing the pacing the editing was just the right like i think there it's really not cohesive and i gotta tell you i didn't believe any of the characters not that i didn't believe their acting but just yeah. it just felt so uh inauthentic like nothing mm-hmm. about it felt like anything that would happen or was real uh i am aware that i believe this is an adaptation of a play yeah. or a musical it's- or something no, it's actually, I think... I Is it an old movie? Yeah, so it's actually the second adaptation. Oh, okay. Because um, the original one is 1970, I want to say two, and with yeah. uh, Barbara Streisand. I, I just don't, I don't think it's good. I don't think it's good at all, which yeah. I, I love Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Like, I love both of those people, and I thought they did a decent job. Also, there's a weird amount of cameos in this film, or I couldn't mm. tell if they were cameos, because at times... I was like, is this character, is this actor playing themselves or not? And you never really heard their names given. And when they showed up, it seemed like they were celebrities. So I couldn't tell, is this person playing themselves? Or they just happened to like use a, a large number of well-known actors for some reason. Dave uh, Chappelle <laughs> is randomly in it, which pulled me yeah. out of like... Well, he's in the trailer, so... it's. I think it's a bad movie. I actually it's think just... it's... I don't. We don't think it's like a, a movie that we don't enjoy. We. I... I think it's a bad movie yeah interesting when i google search the star is born i i scrolled to the bottom um and it's like movies about alcoholism and it gives me a bunch of yeah <laughs> other musician based uh movies that are about alcoholism they basically try to tell three stories one about each character uh and then one of the the third stories their relationship with each other so they each sort of have you know they're simultaneously showing their relationship together as well as their each their own diverging and emerging storylines but i don't think they gave any of them the proper amount of time and yet somehow it also felt way too long mm, that's, that's yeah. this is my anti recommendation for the week interesting <laughs> don't go see a star is born yeah i think i think the I'll give props to whoever cut the trailer together because I think the trailer's really good. Oh, I know. That's why we went. We we and freaking were like, this looks amazing. Yeah. And so I think that maybe sold a certain idea. And like, I, I can get what you're saying about movies that you go in thinking it's one thing and then like kind of the direction and the pacing and all these kind of other elements that yeah. you don't get in the trailer um, kind of come out and then you can be disappointed by that. So um, I could see that that being said. <laughs> so. Good, but now, good to know. In other good news, though, the new Doctor Who came out, and I think it's pretty great. We'll talk about that more on Watchroll, but initial thoughts. Did, John, your first ever real Doctor Who, did you... Uh, it's it's kind of campy, but did you enjoy it? Yeah, no, I liked it. I liked it, the mix of science fiction and horror. Um, yeah. A little I, bit of camp. I forgot, I, and I often forget, Doctor Who can a lot of times be very horror. It's very Monster of the Week. Yeah, so I I 
I enjoyed all the elements in it. And then I thought the, um, you know, all the characters I think were interesting. And Jodie Whittaker is just kind of like fascinating to look at. Yeah, like a, I I think she's really pretty, but it, she's got a very unique. Not like I'm not saying like like oh she's like a good looking person. I think she's just no. kind of interesting to look at for some reason. Yeah, like she just kind of has this like it's like a mix between like a I don't know she's got this kind of punkish kind of but also like bright eyed. I don't know it's kind of weird, but well, um, no, but that's my point. It's like I think she's she's pretty. She's like an attractive person, but I'm not watching it thinking like oh like sh- this is like a hot attractive woman that I'm watching it. Even though I can write, so, and the reason I bring that up is, you know, when I watched, let's say, uh, some of my favorite female-like characters would be, like, Elias, Jennifer Garner's character, Sidney Bristow. I love that character, yet, at the same time, I was like, oh, like, I fucking love some Sidney Bristow. Like, she is super sexy. Love that character. But I, with Jodie Whittaker, I'm like, oh, you're just, like, interesting. You're, like, very, like, fascinating on screen. And also, they, I think they handle the kind of gender change with the, like, I think pretty well. I think I like how the whole first episode here and, you know, we'll talk about more on watch world, but like how she's just kind of figuring out her body. (laughs) Yeah. There was, um, one of the doctor changes, uh, I believe it was the Matt Smith doctor. When he first emerged, he like touched his body. He's like, Oh, thank God. I'm not a woman. Oh, jeez. (laughs) Which was one of the first times, like they hinted at it, like of being like, possible because that had not actually ever been shown with any of the uh time lords with their with their species before and it's i kind of watched clips of like all all the previous ones Uh uh-huh you know and i feel like she is the most um like likable oh interesting (laughs) in the sense that maybe her and matt smith are kind of up there but like peter capaldi and christopher eccleson are like the most unlikable and that they're like kind of crotchety dudes yeah, David Tennant's yeah. super sweet, though. He can be a little sweet, but he can also come off a little bit intense. But That's true. Uh, David Tennant, I actually think, might be the sweetest and nicest of them all, but he matches his kindness with also, like, a rage and intensity. He's my yeah, favorite. Yeah, maybe, I mean, going into this, going into watching that, like, I was more used to him being Barty Crouch Jr. Okay, so. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's very fair. Um, but yeah, so I, I overall I liked it, and um, and yeah, it, yeah, we'll talk about see it. See what else, what yeah. else happens. So, um, gosh, I'm I'm so excited for that that show to have that discussion, which we're gonna have with Emily. Um, John, 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 John. You work in the field of animation. Yeah, you know there are a lot of animated things and series that I watch that I feel like you you haven't seen, which is just shocking to me. It's uh as a man in the animation industry. Are oh, yeah. you familiar with the brand new Star Wars series that just released this week? Uh, which one? Let me tell you about it. It's called Star Wars Resistance. It follows oh, yeah. the story of young Resistance members. It takes place basically at the same time as a fo- The Force Awakens. Yeah, I know. I'm more excited for John Favreau's The oh, Mandalorian. Yeah, we're going to get to that. I just wanted okay. to let it be known the first three episodes are now up and available on Disney's website for Star Wars mm. Resistance. And it is oh, do out they want, now. Do they want me to sign up for their streaming thing? Uh, I don't believe this. their streaming service is available until next year. This is just like Disney. Okay. Because that's for that new show they're going to launch that, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I would imagine this will move over to that as well and be available on there, assuming this isn't, you know, this is. I'm assuming a multi-year series uh, and it will probably like bridge some of the gap between 
seven uh i'd be sorry eight and nine eventually but um you know i really actually anticipated and i'm sure we'll get this at some point but i do think they are going to make an animated series that takes place between six and seven there's just so much to explore there and they can do luke skywalker they can do han solo princess leia and have those characters mark hamill is a voice actor i see no reason why he wouldn't come and do that character uh he also might not but i wouldn't be shocked if he if he was offered that role uh, yeah. And they did that. I'd love to see like young men solo, but this is cool. It has Poe Dameron in it. Um, I would just suggest people check that out. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Let's talk about that freaking Star Wars live action series. What's the scoop? Uh, I mean, other than they released an image of it and some of the directors that are working on it, which is cool. Um, I think was it uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is directing an episode. Uh huh. Uh-huh. John Favreau is it Tati Watiki is doing? Yeah, one? Taika Watiti, my oh, main man. I always mess that up, um, but yeah, like I think, and and they're and what I, what makes me excited about it is it there looks like they're going to be covering an area that a doesn't have skywalkers, b doesn't doesn't maybe probably have lightsabers. Who knows? Or they're not. Uh, the focus. There is. I mean, it might not be in the story, but there is the dark saber, which okay. the uh, the dark saber is basically the leader of Mandalore has the dark saber. Only the leader of Mandalore has it. It's been like passed down, but not like, it, but not in the traditional like lightsaber sense, like Jedi and Sith kind of. Uh, I mean, it it is basically like a lightsaber. It's a little bit shorter than the normal lightsaber blade, and it's black, mm-hmm. and it's super cool. But basically, whoever the leader of Mandalore is has the dark saber. Yeah, which is I mean, pretty I, yeah. sweet. Yeah, so I enjoy you know Mandalore. I, like I said, like oftentimes when we talk about Star Wars, I enjoy the gray area of Star Wars. Yep. Um, which is why I kind of actually did like a lot of what was in solo um, dude because... i think solo is is so good i totally agree i enjoyed it yeah i think what, what the overall it came out I... at the wrong time yeah it should have been before rogue one but it should have been but it also should have been a year apart from another star wars it shouldn't have been like four months from the last star wars which was like although it was critically received well and it did amazing in the box office and people still seem to like it because it just crushed the blu-ray numbers uh yeah there was just this all this negativity and that movie already had so much negativity because of the whole lord and miller thing yeah it's like why they didn't push it back to holiday time is beyond me yeah yeah and so I, but i think they're despite all the weird like how did han solo get all this stuff stupid stuff they inserted into it um like the story and the world and the characters i enjoyed like probably the most of any of the new stuff so far any of the new stuff yeah that is because hearsay. Because if you take The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, they don't insert anything new. It's all I like... I would disagree strongly, at least not with The Force like, Awakens. Uh, but in terms of like, you know, the Empire is just now the First Order with slight modifications to their like ships. Sure. <laughs> you know, but it still looks the I mean, same. it's a little reductive, but yes. You know, Jakku looks like Tatooine. You know, yeah. it's the you know, it's like things just kind of all look the yeah, same. Yeah, and... I hear what you're saying. You know, and Lisa, and then Solo, you get some different looking stuff. Yeah, Solo is freaking awesome. I think Solo is super good. Really, I only felt like there was one very cringy moment in that whole movie, and that was him getting his name. It was the one yeah. thing they absolutely did so, never. And, and then that's like, and I think I was like, I think Honest Trailers point that out. It's like, so he randomly gets that name from an Imperial officer, and then decides I'm gonna keep that name and make it my family name and name my son Ben Solo. Why couldn't it have just been his name? Yeah, 
again, that's what I'm saying. They, they tried to force in all these things that, like, the character has, you know? Yeah. And so, but um, all the other things, like how we got the Falcon, meeting Chewbacca, I thought those were great. I enjoyed that. I actually thought they did a good job with that stuff. Yeah. No, yeah. I think ultimately, if they had, I think I point this out, but if they had combined Rogue One with the solo into one movie, like as far as like structure with tone and like characters with just the pacing and then the objective, yeah. I think that would have been the greatest Star Wars movie ever. Uh, maybe. I think, uh, you know, the problem with that would be the fact that Rogue One takes place, like, right before. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, you would, you would combine it into either you would take the life, like, the life that's in and the fun that's in Solo and inject that into Rogue One. Or you would take the kind of, like, clear objectiveness and kind of the, like, objectivity yeah. of the Rogue One inject into Solo. Whereas, like, yeah. Solo can be kind of chaotic and kind of all over the place sometimes, but... <laughs> But I think that also works to Solo's favor because that's kind of the Han Solo character, right? And so his like film and his story kind of reflects his his personality in a way. D- one of the best sure. things about Solo for me was some of the new original characters. Woody Harrelson's character was great. Enfys Nest, I think, is one of the coolest new characters. Um, Kira, I really liked. Uh, I don't remember what the guy's name was, but I really liked Vision in Solo. Yeah, that's the- isn't that Enfys Nest? Oh no no that's no. that's the girl that's the girl but yeah yeah you're right you're right uh Dryden or Dryden is his name was? yes yeah. yes yeah. yes I they were um, I mean they were all great characters and then like um what's her, uh uh in Westworld, from Westworld yeah, yeah 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 um uh it's like her character was great until she died too yep. early <laughs> yep yep agreed agreed uh even uh even um the director of the new Star Wars series. Uh, John Favreau's John yeah. Favreau's character yeah I liked his little alien with all the arms and legs and stuff yeah his little monkey alien thing yeah he was a good thing he's good 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 little thing Tandy um, Newton that's sorry that's what I was thinking of Tandy good old Tandy Newton Johnny 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 Chameleon I gotta go plug in my computer give me five seconds okay alright John alright man anything else from this last week that took you by surprise you have any any fun things you want to share? Um, oh, I I had a dog birthday party. I saw that. Yeah, I saw it was Buddy's twelfth yeah. birthday. I I'm gonna be honest. I thought he was older. <laughs> <laughs> no, just turned twelve. I thought he was fifteen. I'll be no, honest. No, he's a good boy though. But yeah. he had a great birthday party. She made him a cake and everything. It was awesome. Did he have fun? Yeah, he had a great time. He's like, I had Jello today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh That's how I imagine Buddy's voice is. Teresa, as an old man. When my girlfriend hears this, because she does listen to the show, she's going to be so upset because she hates if I do old man voice for the dog. I do a lot of different dog voices. She doesn't really ever like them, uh, but particularly old man voice is probably the most offensive. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry oh, actually, James. no, the droopy dog voice one that I do, I'm like, no. See, that's not as, uh, you know. <laughs> it's kind of like an old man voice. but the The one voice that I'll do for the dog that. I think it's the least offensive is when I do Korg, which is basically Taika Waititi. Oh, uh, yeah. From from uh, Thor. I'm like, yeah, oh, that strange yeah. character that we'll want to uh, Want to give me some treats? Yep. That'd be pretty good. How you doing today? Well, I'll, nice usually to do the, I'll usually do Mickey Mouse is my thing. We're like, oh, 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 boy. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a great day going for a walk. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Sorry, everybody. Ja- Sorry, James Gunn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, haha, James. You read some offensive tweets where you want to fuck little boys, huh? <laughs> oh my god! 
Okay, John, mind, mind, mind. we don't have a hypothetical question. Do you have anything else you want to discuss before we give our favorite things of the week? Let's just get into the favorite things. All right, give me your favorite thing. What's what's something people should check out? Um, so I already talked about Mario Party, but yeah, uh, two things. You know, it's not Brett Kavanaugh related, oh, but um, it's political, and I recommend everybody. There's two op- items. Is uh, there's the Daily Podcast by the New York Times. Um, they did an episode last week. I think it's on Wednesdays, and they break down the whole um story that they broke about Trump. Basically, how his dad was a giant welfare queen and amassed all this fortune and then through tax scams, basically passed it on to his kids and like saved half a billion dollars in taxes by doing so. Uh, basically shows that Trump's a big giant fraud. So listen to that. That's great. And then on Frontline, there's the it's called like the Trump showdown. And they basically go from, you know, show basically the whole Mueller investigation so far and like the back and forth and just like you get a nice little recap of what happened like early 2017 between like Trump and Comey and all those guys and you're just like, "Ah, oh, what a piece of shit mobster he is." Yeah, you know? he is. He he is just like a he's like a gangster. So, um and it's it, it, he it's all born out of an even worse monster named Roy Cohn who was his early lawyer and mentor. Yeah, you know, in the seventies and eighties, and just told him like he's the one that taught him like don't if so, if you get attacked, attack back even harder, and just never give up and never you know deny 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 and just be a piece of shit. So we can have, all thank Roy for that. Do you have any other things you could recommend that also might not uh, end up being a negative experience for anyone? No, I think but I think not, I, no no I know these negative. are good things. I know these are good things, but this this idea originally spawned out of. Um, the fact that it was like, oh, sometimes like the things we have to talk about every week suck. So these are supposed to be like things that are awesome. Even if even if this is like a good positive thing in some ways. It's like, is there anything else this week I that think, like? Well, then Mario Party would be the. Other. All right, Mario Party. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, you know, we're now tw- what 29 days from the midterms. Yeah. You know, you should people should be educating themselves in the po- uh, goings on and our current events and realize that like it's you know. November sixth is super important. Boom, boom, boom. So, remember, remember the sixth of November, John. Yes. What is your recommendation? Uh, first of all, my recommendation. I have two. The first is, John. Are you aware that I love to get burritos? No. I love to get burritos from a coffee shop called Coffee Commissary here in Los Angeles, California. There was once a burrito food truck that I would go to every weekend, and then as more recently, it was. Uh, eliminated after the truck died. They got a second truck. That one also died. And oh, then wow. they said they were no longer going to have any plans for doing another truck. Oh, and geez. so we had to go all the way to Burbank. Uh, we've been doing that for a couple months, John. And just the other night, on a whim, on Friday night, I'm talking to Therese and I'm saying, man, wouldn't it be so awesome if just like the truck just came back? I was like, could you imagine like the truck's just like back? I was like, it's been two months. We haven't been there. We haven't heard anything. So on a whim, I go to their I go to their Twitter page, and it's a piece of avocado toast. I click on it, and it's like new to our truck food menu. And wow. then I look at it, and it's the Fairfax location, and it says truck here from seven to twelve. And I'm like, wait, what? So hmm. we 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 took a gamble. We show up Saturday morning. The truck is back. It's there. It's there. So we got it's to go back miracle. to our old our old. Pl- it was John. We were so happy. We were so excited. Uh, I asked them, I was like, when did this come back? They were like, this is the second day. 
I was like, hell yes. So go to Fairfax between 7 a.m. and noon. Get the greatest vegetarian breakfast burrito in the city. Add bacon if you want some meat. It is so yummy. You will not be disappointed. And I got to tell you, John, they whip something special up in that truck because every time we go to Burbank, as much as it sort of fills that need, uh, it never quite satisfies the craving in the same way that that truck does. Now, that's not my real recommendation. My real recommendation is I've been bidding a great, I guess, I wouldn't necessarily call it a reality show. Maybe it's like a reality game show. Uh, I've been binging this real hard. It is one of my new favorite shows. John, I am, of course, talking about Shark Tank. Shark Tank? Yeah, I love Shark Tank now, John. I have been watching a lot of Shark Tank. I love love to hate that Kevin O'Leary. Love to love that Kevin O'Leary. Obviously, you know, you got Mark Cuban in there. You got all the players, all the billions, the millions. They're giving them out. They're making dreams happen. They're shutting down people that don't deserve it. (laughs) I love Shark Tank. I don't know. It just makes me love Bernie Sanders more. And like, I want to take down the 1% when I watch that show. Cause I'm just watching these oh, rich people like pick out people, like a couple of whores, you know, and, like, <laughs> yeah, but auction. these are investors. This isn't even, this isn't anything special. Like this will always exist. They'll always have to be investors. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Like they prop them up to be these gods and it's just, you know, Kevin O'Leary is going to be the Trump of Canada. It's going to be terrible. It's like, yeah, I heard about know. that recently. I was very disappointed. Yeah, so very disappointed. Uh, I don't like anything about. I don't like what that show does. It it's going to do what The Apprentice does, and The Apprentice propped Trump up as this, you know, you know, such a good businessman. <laughs> and maybe yeah, Mark Cuban and Kevin O'Leary and all, and all like maybe they're good investors and they know how to like. Mark know Cuban's what to invest not a piece in. of shit. Either is Lori. She's not a piece of oh, shit. Oh wait, oh you don't know about Mark Cuban. Sorry, not to like spoil, but. His organization, the uh-huh. Mavericks, you know, just got like fined a boatload of money for like sexual harassment issues going on, and they had to like restructure their whole thing. Yeah, and he but totally did, knew about it. But did he? Okay, so he covered up sexual abuse. He either covered he, it up or clearly saw and just didn't care. Okay, I mean that's bad. That is bad. That's and he not, might have his own Me Too stuff going on. So who yeah, knows? That is bad. Uh, it's also not shocking. Yeah. It is bad. Have you watched him <laughs> talk? I mean, on the show, I have, yeah, yeah. But in life, like, also, I don't like him as a Suns fan. I hate Mavericks and, Ugh, you know, sports. Owner, so. Boo, sports. Okay, well, that's that's disappointing. Did it <laughs> wasn't wasn't totally aware of those facts. That being said, still love me some Shark Tank. Uh, Shark Tank is, you know, they have the Dragons Den, which I watched a little of. That is the uh, European <laughs> version of Shark Tank, which is so the original. Racist. Huh? Oh Isn't that like subtly, like culturally, kind of? I don't know. It's like what? It's it's Europe, so of course it'd be dragons. Why is that racist? They, it, sh- it was made in Europe. I no, I'm never, maybe like Shark Tank right came word. from the Dragon's Den was the original one. But it's like saying like, you know, the new the version in Canada would be called the Moose's Den. No, I and think then, like, I think they have the Dragon's Den. Usually, Canada and Europe have a lot of the same stuff. I know, but you know what? I'm, get what I'm saying? It's like. Oh, let's take something that is like from the region. Yeah. And it's that thing. Whereas like a shark, I think a shark is universal to any region. That's uh, coastal. Like sharks can be almost anywhere. Uh, and why has it got to be a dragon? Dragons are fictional. Yeah, but it's like the idea is that it's uh you need an enclosed space. 
with a dangerous animal is the idea, right? Yeah, you can do like the bear cave. Yeah, bear cave would be a good one. Lion's den. Lion's den would be a good one. Dragon's den is still a good one too, though, I think. Especially because dragons, typically in fiction, are known to do what, John? What is usually found? What is usually found in a dragon's den? Treasure. You got it. Dragons in fantasy novels typically guard treasure. And they breathe fire and they burn people. Oh, it's the old man's up there today. Yeah, but he's here to help close out the show. John, dragons usually like to guard treasure. This dragon that I'm holding here is guarding this show, and he has decided we've come to a close. Johnny, be good in LA. Please tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, you can listen to me on this show, or you can listen to me on Watch World or Wishboning. And um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Johnny Be Good in LA. And I am at Christian underscore Humes. Emily will be on Watch World this week, so you can look for her there. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with everybody. You can find us at Zeitheist. And until next time, everybody, have a great week. Bye.